I'm in a different time Maybe because I'm from a rap place I don't stress about the same things I done leveled up like all day I done came a boy a long ways 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 Maybe because I'm in a different time Maybe because I'm from a rap place I don't stress about the same things I done leveled up like all day I done came a boy a long ways I done came a boy a long ways Might be streaming till the night We might not If we are, you know Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020. And, um. Really start from the too. Well, as far as like, like 2010? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the only way to go, bro. If we're gonna do it, let's do it. Let's not be all over the place. And don't worry, man. Have faith that you just do your thing on the sticks, no homo. And oh. from there. Well, first of all, we're not on the PlayStation tonight. We just, uh, we just streaming. So look, pull up the video because I got I got my computer screen up. So I need you to pull up your I need you to pull up the video. I see, it, I see, bro. It's you looking at the cam. Straight up, hold right. up, yeah, hold up, hold up. Bro. So let good. me know when you see rap's most impressive career evolutions of the decade, and then we can get started. Hold on, bro. I wonder if I can clear this chat right here because this is all from yesterday. All right, bro, check this out, check this out. You ready? Yeah. Fuck it, you ready? Yeah. All right, check this out. Okay, so real shit. Okay, so I'm going to just, let me ring off some notable albums that came out in, um, in 2010. And we'll just go from there type shit, all right? All right. Okay, so you got Lil Wayne Rebirth. That's oh, it. wait, 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 wait. You saying notable as in like quality wise or just like the the amount? I'm just saying just as far as period, just niggas. Let me say the fucking let me say the albums first, bro. Like, okay. Don't start that shit. Man. All right. Okay. You got it. We got a short amount of time, man. The private jet will be here in like forty minutes, my nigga. So let's let's get through this. Word. All right. So like okay, so you got Lil Wayne Rebirth. You got uh, what else came out? Uh, you got Mellow Hype, Yellow White, now, don't front on Mellow Hype just cause you ain't heard shit from Haji and Left Brain in a minute, they had a moment, yeah I mean, that's Are they still a thing though? No, I don't think so, and then, okay, Ludacris had Battle of the Sexes, yeah I mean, Gucci Mane put out Burn Print 2, and if I remember correctly, yeah, he was in jail when he put that out, that was hard. Um, what else drop, bro? Okay, E-40 drops some shit. Okay, okay, Wu Massacre. Okay, Cushion Orange Juice, 2010. Cushion Orange Juice, I think that's a notable, that's a notable, let's stop right there. Uh-huh. Bro, I, I remember the day Cushion Orange Juice came out, bro. We were in school in New Tech. We were yeah, in we were in high school. I want to say we was in 11th grade. And, um, bro, I remember that shit came out while we was in school, bro. And I remember, like, downloading that shit. Like, while we was actually in class, it came out. 
That was when that piff ruled, bro. It's crazy how in this decade, Yo. that piff went from that piff and a lot of mixtapes went from like top way we got our music to like now. Niggas don't even get free music no more. Niggas actually are willing to pay for music. But listen, yo, but keep now. it real. Niggas, niggas like myself that, like, listen to that mixtape shit, you still fuck with Spinrilla and, like, that piss because uh, the mixtapes don't be on Apple Music. The mixtapes don't be on Titan. But who is dropping? That's the thing. Who is really dropping mixtapes consistently in 2019 20 going into 2020 that's other than not, but listen like i just told you bro that's no longer what that piff and the live mixtapes and the spin rollers are for now bro those are now if you will legacy sites those are now for the mixtapes of yesteryear because now all mixtapes like you said are original music but yeah but shout out because of orange juice that was crazy um Let's keep on going. And I got this okay. list. Hold on, wait. B.O.B., um, the, the Adventures of Bobby Ray. No, nah, that was that, that was that was a game that changer. That was a moment, my nigga. Because, I mean, he a... had all of these hits. Like, he had hits back to back to back. He was making hits with Bruno Mars and Haley Williams. And, like, he was bro, on some bro. outcast shit. But, like, you bro, know, bro, 2009. You want to know some real shit, yeah? Yo. Like, every big... B.O.B. song, well, not every big one, but, like, two of the biggest B.O.B. songs in the world, Nothing On You, and Airplanes, bro, both of those songs was Lupe Fiasco songs first, my nigga, ain't that crazy? Think about So, that, you think bro. Lupe's career would have had a whole different trajectory if Yo, he would have had those songs? Yes, nigga, what the fuck you think, bro? Nothing but, but, On You at... Bro, like, literally, look, like, bro, like, I'm not just saying this. Like, these are just confirmed things, bro. You I know, know, but what I'm saying is, do you... Right now, I listen to these songs. But do you think, new, do you think those songs... All right, I'm, I'm just assuming that Nothing On You charted number one, because it probably did. But I'm saying, let's say Lupe made the exact same song, the exact same year, exact same lyrics, and the exact same feature. Even but, if it didn't do number one, I think Airplanes would have went number one regardless, because that hook was just undeniable. Like, that shit is just was one of them songs. How did that song, how did those songs end up in B.O.B.'s hands? I remember that story, but, like, I don't remember, like, exactly how it happened, though. Like, how I'm did not going to say I remember how they ended up in B.O.B. hands, but just that nigga B.O.B. is just, he just, some nigga look lucky like that. Eminem dropped Recovery. I fuck with Recovery. Recovery was hard. <coughs> relapse dropped, Relapse dropped last decade, right? I, listen, I was about to say that because even though... Relapse was one of those albums. I ain't gonna start every time I bump Relapse. I think about you because that was me and your shit. We was on Relapse hard. Yeah. Like tenth grade. Medicine that Ball first song, first song that come to my head. Nigga, Medicine Ball. The whole shit was just crazy. But yeah, yeah, that whole that whole Relapse was crack. But yeah, that Medicine Ball was crazy. Word. Um, I'm I'm looking at this list of like artists pilot that pilot talk pilot talk pilot. 2010 pilot wow. talk first one and Teflon Dons yeah oh yeah the first one but remember pilot Rick, Rick, talk Teflon Dons Rick Ross had a crazy ass run going into the decade bro he dropped like three three yeah. classic albums like back to back to back like bro and niggas what about the mixtapes what about Rich Forever what about Right, this say Prime Rick Ross right here. Look, 2010, I don't know if you look at the screen. 2010 to 2013, Prime Rick Ross. This nigga dropped Self Made Volume 1. Huh? 
Oh, you talking about you want me to look on it? Why would the fuck would I look on it, Dad? No, because I mean, I got shit on the screen. Is what I'm saying. Like, and okay, he, he right, dropped. Okay, he, let me. Okay, okay. Right, he right. dropped Teflon Don, self-made volume one. In that three year span, three four year span, he dropped Teflon Don, self-made volume one. Then Rich Forever, God forgives I don't. Like then Mastermind in 2013. This nigga dropped like hella shit, like good shit in those few years. Oh hell yeah. But like I was really on um shit Trilla Deep in the Rap and Teflon Don, I was really on those three albums. Like, but I know Trilla and Deep in the Rap came like before the decade. All right, but look, but let's keep it going. But um, look at this Mac list. Mill- look, look Mac, at this. Mill- Mac Miller dropped Kids. <laughs> I wasn't on Kids like that. I can't even slide. I can't even um act like oh, I was. No, you I need to go back. Nike's on my feet, Lala. But you know, Faces is uh always gonna be Mac Miller's best mixtape, so. You don't even know nothing about the names you going past, like Kai. That's all, man. Listen, I know I don't know shit about Kai. That's why I was about to ask you, like, you know who this nigga? I don't know shit about Kai. Man, see, that nigga be on Rock Marciano shit. But like I Word. said, well, let's keep on going. Like I said, I, let's really go through the years. Um, but French Montana, bro, French Montana had a good ass start to the decade. Like he was like on fire too. Like he exactly. wrote he wrote Max B's wave as much as he possibly could. Like, I wouldn't even say that because they was both. I ain't gonna say. I mean, Max was definitely doing his thing, but like French held his weight. Right, but I'm saying like I feel like well, I right, put it like this: after Max B got locked up, he had to pass the baton to French, of course. And I feel like okay. French French took that shit and ran with. It. Like he really took that baton and like ran with it. Like you don't All see right, that too bro. often. Also, 2010, Flocka Valley. Shout out that boy Flocka. That was crazy. Hey, what do you think about EDM flop? <laughs> hey, shit, I, I'm with any nigga getting money in, in, in ways that aren't starting to. Yeah. You do that shit, kid. No. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. All yeah. right, bro. Not not a deep dive, but maybe a semi-deep dive. And just for me, bro, real fast. Mm. Go ahead and pull up that artwork for Man on the Moon 2, bro. Man on the Moon 2. Man on the Moon 2, The Legend of Razor, bro. Real fast, bro. Let's really... November 9th, 2010. Yo, listen, man. You want to talk about a time, man, 2010? <clears throat> a nigga was what? Yeah. You know, a nigga was, you know, 16, 17, man. You know, in the middle of that boy... You know, young what, man stage. What, what year did this drop again? 2010. Damn. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going in order, bro. We still in 2010, but we in November, as you can see. So I'm kind of going by fast. Um, but man, Man on the Moon too, bro. You must be going through your iTunes library. library or something right now for you to have all these dates all lined up. Listen, man, just let me rock. Just let me rock, man. Don't worry about how I, how I execute. But just check this, man. Shout out to Kid Cudi. That's a classic album. That's a classic album cover. 
Yeah, I mean, do my nigga got that strap in his hands, right? You only got a strap in his hands? Uh, it's, what, on, oh, I don't know what that is, honestly. It's a good, um, always, a good observation. I always, thought, I always thought that was a strap in his hand, um, but, like, yeah, this always gave, this album cover always gave me real, like, you know, fuck everything vibes. It's such a dark, such a good album, man. Like, it was just so appropriate for just how I was feeling in my life. But, you know, you know, Cuddy is actually... Like this album. It was such a good album. You know, Cuddy's actually working on a new project right now. I think he's doing, like, a series on uh, you know Netflix crazy, or something. You know what's crazy, bro? Listen, years ago, Kid Cuddy said that Man on the Moon 3 was coming out in 2020. And so long ago, it was just like, what? 2020? That's... But here we are, so hopefully we get that Man on the Three next year. Okay. You think he remember that <laughs> that he saw his daddy said that at this point? Oh man, I believe Cuddy. I believe Cuddy knows what he's doing, man. You know how I feel about. It. I have a bias. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, Lil Wayne also put out in the same year. I am not a human being. Let's let's remember what song's going there because I think I remember this was uh this is one of, also one of those. Okay, he had gonorrhea with Drake. I, I do think. What the I, fuck that, I don't remember what gonorrhea sound like. Okay, I'm single. Bro, I'm single? That's one of Lil Wayne's hardest songs all time. That song is hard. Polo t-shirt. Polo. How did that hook go again? I forgot. What? Bitch, I'm single. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bitch, yeah. I'm single. This is when... I ain't tripping on nothing. Was I'm th- sipping on something in my own boy. Was this before... Uh, this was after Rebirth. This, this, this was this was the next project yeah, after nigga, Rebirth. I'm going to order, bro. I'm going to order, bro. Okay, he had Right Above It. I didn't like that song. He had Bill Gates. That was a cool song, I remember. But, yeah, this was Wayne, this was Wayne kind of still cooling down, but still being that nigga. And basically just putting out mixtapes, but damn yeah, I me, mean, he was putting out albums. Yeah. Um, you feel what I mean? Uh, let's keep on going. What else? What else do I want to? Okay, now we might can get into twenty twenty eleven, but let's see what. Let me just see. Let's, let's see what's going on. Well, let um, me know because I can pull up. You know, I can pull up the artwork. Okay, hold on. Wait. <laughs> How can we talk about twenty ten and not talk about? November 19th, November 19th, bro, you have My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and mm. you have Nicki Minaj Pink Friday, whoa. Okay, I wasn't on Pink Friday like that, but, um. Nigga, and you got Pilot Talk 2. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah, Pilot Talk 2. Yeah, Nigga, definitely. What? Definitely Pilot Talk 2, man. That, that was Nigga, a classic. Bro, let's talk about Pilot Talk 2. I'll never forget, bro. R.P. to my aunt. I had went to Baltimore, and I had stayed with my aunt. And you had let me hold your iPod Classic, bro. And I remember that, like, you know, like I said, this was, like, around that time, like, Christmas time and all of that shit. I remember, like, you know, I was listening to, like, Pilot Talk 2. I was listening to, like, Kendrick Lamar, Overly Dedicated. But definitely mm-hmm. a lot of Pilot Talk 2. That was around that time. Shout out, I mean, RP, my auntie. And shout RP. out that Pilot Talk 2. That shit was like that. Classic, now, classic album, Pilot Talk 2. Classic album. They're very over, overslept on. Overshadowed. Right. <clears throat> I wouldn't even say overshadowed, bro. I would just definitely say. I mean, it was overshadowed at the time. Terribly, terribly, terribly. I think people, okay. I think people realize now it's a classic, especially currency fans, of course. But at the time, it definitely was overshadowed by a lot of other stuff. All right. Okay. 2011. Schoolboy Q. Setback. That was a, I like that album a lot. Mm. I don't know about you. 
Well, okay, I don't forgot what songs was on that album. Honestly, you don't have to uh, refresh me. I thought I got some weed, druggies. Oh, clothes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Uh, I'm actually this, album, this right? is actually the track list right here. I just pulled up the track list. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. This. Yeah, my Hayden joint. Yeah, this was a good ass album. I got Groove Line Part One. Yeah, this this was a good ass album, yo. Setbacks? Nightmare. Oh, setbacks, right? Yeah. Oh, this habits and contradictions. I'm tripping. Yeah, you smoking big dope. I thought so. Okay, right. Okay, right. Cross, Why the fuck did that shit come up? That was hot. Uh, Action Bronson dropped. I wasn't fucking with Action Bronson back then. Rock Marciano dropped. But I was not fucking with Rock Marciano back then. But he put out Mossberg. Okay. What else is going on? EK. Okay. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. 2011. Max B drops Vigilante season. Vigilante season? Was Max B still? He was still out back then. Nigga. Huh? Like when did Max B go to jail? Shit. uh, When Max B go to jail? Like oh nine? When was that? So he was still dropping mixtapes, like full tapes after he. Hold on. When did Max B go to jail? Nah, cause Vigilante season, that was the album. Um, I think that was the start of Wiz's decline. I would mean we can't say that because he still put out some fi- some fire after that, but I was very disappointed in Roller Papers. Put it like I mean, uh, but bro, remember he was at his peak at Cushion Orange Juice. Okay. Kind of hard to get better than Cam that. And Vado, Cam and Vado had dropped Guns of Butter. Shout out Cam and Vado. Uh-huh. Tyler dropped Goblin. Very hot. A very different time in our lives. What was up? Was that his breakout? Yeah, Goblin was the first album. That was okay. right after Bastard. No, Bastard was his breakout, bro. Yeah, Bastard was the breakout, but, I mean, the breakout was really, you know, Yonkers, which was on Goblin. Right? Yon- no, that was on Bastard, bro. No, it wasn't, bro. Bastard was the mixtape. What the fuck you want to tell me? I know, but Yonkers was on that. That was because that was no, the breakout. It wasn't. Yonkers was on the album. Oh. Bastard was a mixtape. Oh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, you're right. Yonkers. I was... know I am, nigga. So. Man, let me let me cook, man. Even if I'm wrong, just go with the fuck I say, man. You think I'm gonna believe me anyway? <laughs> fuck is. Ooh, self-made volume one. Play your part, Chester French. Where the fuck is Chester French? I repeat, where the fuck is Chester French? He, was he signed? Was he signed to MMG? I don't know, man. Listen, Chester French is one of the illest white groups of all fucking time, and like oh, that's a group, Trevor. Nigga, like you know, like she loves everybody. Just that whole mixtape 
Man. Trust they the French. Trust Remember, the... they were starting to Star Trek. They were starting yeah. to Pharrell. I'm looking. Trust the, the French ain't dropped shit since 2012, bro. Man, what the fuck? I just hope they just still getting money right. Bro, and shit. they all it's all it's over for them, man. They only dropped that one album, Love the Future, in 2009 on Star Trek, and then by 2012, when they dropped their second album, they were signed to Karma Loop. <laughs> These niggas were signed to Karma Loop. Yo, you tried. I know you ain't trying to clown uh, Chester Fritz. That's no, I'm trying to sound. I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to. probably writing songs, man. Shut the fuck up. Bro, Carmelo, uh, though. Bro, you, come on, okay, man. Okay, Bad Meets Evil. Trash. Trash. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I ain't had to listen to that. No, that was trash. Uh, uh, Twitter told me that was trash. <laughs> Big Sean dropped Finally Famous. I fuck with that shit. Hard body. I feel and like Big Sean is one of those. Right. Because he dropped Weekend at Bernie's. I feel like yeah, I feel like Big Sean is like the uh the Carmelo Anthony of goddamn ooh, the music ooh, industry. 2011, yo, twenty eleven was crazy. Check this out. Check out check out what I'm about to give you. So, okay. so listen to this line listen to this lineup, bro. Big Sean finally famous, currency weekend at Bernie's, Kendrick Lamar section eighty, and Dom Kennedy from Westside with Love too. That's all within June and July. Wow. Damn. That, were, that what really caught my attention was the uh, Section 80 and uh, West Side of Love, too. Nigga, I'm telling you, Adon was June 28th, Kendrick, July 2nd. Okay. Let's keep... Okay, ooh, July 12th, right after that. Cool Kids with, with Fish Ride Bicycles. I don't know if you listened to that album, Large. Great album. I did. Uh, um, great album. Yeah, I, nigga, I don't know. I don't nigga, know if that album really aged... But look, Entering adulthood, like that was some great shit to try to get your head right to in that current time. Like you know, from Spitter on down to, to Hove and Yay, like you feel me? Yeah. Gucci Man and Flocka put out Ferrari Boys, but I didn't really fuck with that. But that was still cool. Yeah. From the standpoint of, it was just funny to me. You get what I mean? Cause it was like it was clearly a play I watched the throne. Um, you think so? The game put out the red eye. Of course. Man, but it, was a, put out, it wasn't even named. Yo, they put, it, they put it out right after, bro. Oh, they, right. Like, look, okay, look. Okay, think about it. Watch the Throne came out August 8th. Ferrari Boys came out August 9th, but they like, come on, bro. Sorry. But my uh, thing is, they would have to have known during the entire recording process of Watch the Throne. Wait, wait was Watch the Throne? Watch the Throne was heavily publicized before it came out, wasn't it? Nigga. Yeah. Yo, Carter Four. I'll be forgetting uh, back then they didn't do Carter surprise albums. Carter Four, Carter Four, August 29th. A but, great summer for hip hop. And even though this is still me back in my phase of not fucking with Lil Wayne the way that I was dead, cause I like old Lil Wayne. I like the drought Lil Wayne. I like Louisiana Lil Wayne. I like squad mm. up Lil Wayne. Dedication to dedication to Lil Wayne. Dedication three Lil Wayne. Shit. Dedication and 2. Then, Dedication 2 probably is best mixtape of all time. Stunt. Yo, Dedication 6, Lil Wayne. That nigga went stupid on his last Dedication. But look, 
The Carter Four. Gotta mm. give let's gotta give respect to Carter Four. Go ahead and pull that Carter Four up real fast, bro. Okay. The intro, okay, that was cool and all of that. Nigga, I really didn't fuck with Blunt Blowing or Mega Man. Six foot seven foot, hard. She will, hard. Um, nigga, that, my favorite song on here. The interlude with Tech Nine and Andre 3000. One of my favorite Andre 3000 verses of all time. Probably, definitely, maybe a top. I gotta go back and listen to that song. Like, I don't even remember how that shit went at this point. But well, I know that shit was hard. I mean, it wasn't nothing but, it's nothing but Andre 3000 and Tech Nine rapping on the same beat from the intro. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah Andre yeah. 2000 killed that shit. I mean, Tech Nine did too, but Andre just, you know what I mean? Yeah. John, John, hard, hard, hard. One of Rick Ross's hardest songs. Very hard. Um, <coughs> uh, every time I remember niggas used to plug in the phone, like the iPod to the car, mm-hmm. the first song that would always play was Lil Wayne Abortion. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I would either be Lil Wayne abortion or Kendrick Lamar ADHD. Yeah, the, I remember the ADHD shit, bro. And then after yeah, that, bro. it was Abra. Like every time, bro, look, every time niggas plugged in the phone, bro, it was either the first time. Nah, it was ADHD for me because that shit was like, it was A then dot then D. <laughs> like, yeah. That's genius, though, bro. Like, yeah, he made niggas get tired of that song. Um, How to Love, of course, was hard. But mm-hmm. overall, yeah, like, I really didn't fuck with that album, but it still was a classic, classic, you feel me? Um, I mean, I just feel like Wayne's, like... In terms of that time period, you feel me? You just gotta show love. I just feel like Wayne was trying to do too much experimenting. Ooh, 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 okay, let's get into it. You was Dick Ryan, J. Cole, big heavy runner's time. Sideline story come out September 27th, there you are, sitting there, yeah. Uh, My dorm room. Uh, yeah, sitting in your dorm room with the, with the CD. With hard the CD. Copy. Bought the CD. Had it in my car. How would you feeling, man? Um, like well, you told me that the CD was a glorified coaster at the time, and I didn't want to believe you. But uh, <laughs> now I'm inclined to agree eight, eight nine years later. Um, the album wasn't really trash. It was just a bunch of old shit. Like, he had like five, six old songs on the album. And the rest of the album was just like, you could tell he was trying to play it safe, you know. He it was his first way. It was his first go around in the industry. He didn't want to like, I guess, alienate too many people or come off as too lyrical. Like he wanted to be able to have his cake and eat it too. He wanted to have the mainstream fuck with him and still have his fan base. But it just didn't work out that way. And so he had to come back around with the Born Center that time. Yeah, when he dropped Born Center, that was like, okay, all right, now this nigga solidified. He's solid. But, like, that sideline story shit had niggas wondering if J. Cole was really ready for the spotlight. Like, because that shit was weird. Like, that, that nobody's perfect shit, it was all right. But, like, they, they was really trying to make that song into something that it wasn't. Because that shit was not all that. It was just real mediocre. Oh, but the, uh, it was the, the, the cricket. No, it was, the, it was the, the cricket smile shit, too. That Cricket smile was actually all right. But, like I said, they just, they was marketing that album. Alright, Crooked Smile was I for a single, put it like All that. All that shit was trash, man. <laughs> look, I believe J. Cole can rap. I fuck with this nigga as a, as a black man. 
and all of that shit. Mm. But man, he he, bro, listen. Uh, anyway. I'm away, I'm away, I'm away. Mac Miller, <laughs> Mac Miller put out Blue Slide Park. I didn't fuck with Blue Slide Park. Of course. Uh, bro, we taking too long to get through this damn decade, man. We still on 20... Yes, we are. 2011. Yeah, we listen, but look, we're in November. We're in November of 2011 already, bro. Relax. I mean, and you know the music started getting more and more trash as the decade went on, though, so... But look, okay, so look, so you got Drake, take care. And that was it right there. That was when... In, that was it. You got Webby, Savage Life 3. Crack. Savage Life 2. Still his best shit, though. I don't know, man. All that shit. You got Matt, uh, D- uh, Matt and Davin High School. That bullshit. Oh, yeah. They dropped the album with that? Shit. Yeah, Jeezy put, Jeezy put out his uh, last bullshit 103 CD. Yo, Jeezy is a clone now. Yo, you ain't telling me shit, bro. That's not the same nigga no more. Yo. That's not the same uh, Jeezy. Man. That's not the same Can't Ban the Snowman from down. Bro, my niggas live better in, okay, so Habits and Contradictions come out. Mm-hmm. Which is that shit? We just established that ten minutes ago. Okay. Uh, currency still dropping shit. Always. You used to listen to Chitty Bang, didn't you? Some Chitty Bang was my shit, bro. I like, <laughs> hey, look, man. That was I put them and Swayze in the same category, man. Like that alternative rap, hip hop shit. You know. Hey, yeah, them niggas. You can't. But. Hey, yo, Chitty bro, Chitty Bang, Chitty Bang had a couple hits. I can't think of no songs nah, right now, but. Hey, look, I'm over here. I'm about to pull up. I'm about to pull up this shit right now. Ch- All right, look, no, don't do that. Yeah. Chitty Bang. Tiger oh, man. Damn. They only got one shit on the discography and shit, like. Yo, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't even remember none of this shit. My nigga Diggy dropped that unexpected arrival. Classic. Diddy was supposed to be... Something. Shit on a triple, man. Cause JoJo is never gonna make it. <laughs> Diddy was supposed to carry that family in the rap industry. Yeah, what happened to that? Diggy should have went fucking triple. Um, I was rooting. I, I was I was rooting for Diggy too, yo. Hey, yo, why Diggy ain't gonna triple, yo? Oh, the Swelly like, Express. Why Diggy? Yeah, ch- yo, ch- shout out Death Grips. They put out Money Store. I fuck with Death Grips. What's the name of that genre you know again? Me? Death Grips. They cause they on some weird shit. Death Grips is just Death Grips. Like some grunge shit or something. Experimental hip hop. Uh, industrial. Industrial hip hop. That's what it is. B.O.B. put out Strange Clouds and it started to be over for that nigga. Absol nah, Drop Control you, System. You know what happened? Absol, you know what happened after B- You know what happened after Strange Clouds? B.O.B. got on his uh, woke shit and started dropping like a hell of nigga, conspiracy mixtape. Stone Demaculate and what happened after Stone Demaculate dropped? Niggas was like, okay, currency not playing with niggas, right? Currency has never been playing with niggas. Like, I just pulled up his discography on Wikipedia, bro. This nigga got nine studio albums Relax, and 59 mixtapes. 59 mixtapes. Nine collab albums and four EPs. Bro, listen, listen. The million dollar question. What the fuck happened to XV? Is XV alive? That was your boy. I don't know. I ain't fuck nigga, you was fucking with XV. <laughs> I fuck with one of his. I fuck with one XV mixtape, man. You fuck with that shit hard. Don't do me like that. That was headphone music for you. 
I fuck with one. That was the only XV mixtape. I don't even remember what the name of it was. Okay, no, it's dropped. Life is good. It was like everybody's heroes or somebody like that. I'm about to see. I'm about to see. Um, uh, mixtape. Damn, this nigga XV got hella mixtapes too. Um, XV was. XV went up to the rap station. It was freestyling with J Cole and had a better freestyle than J Cole. I think. It's uh, it was either Zero Heroes or Everybody's yeah, Nobody. Zero Heroes. That was just shit. Zero Heroes. That was just shit. Word. That was just shit. You was on this. Okay, oh, 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 let's get real. Let's get real. August 14th, you know, we college freshmen. And, bro, and let's come to it, bro. A, a very, bro, this was a weird time that I think we would look back on and be like, yo, it's so, crazy that it was like this. Yeah. Bro, we were college freshmen. And the hottest rapper at the time was Two Chains and Juicy J, two niggas well into their 30s. And I mean, but Two Chains, bro. I you remember when Based on the True Story came out, bro? I that, was a freshman in college. But that's what I meant to touch on, man. That shit was so crazy. I mean, that's what I was trying to touch on before we even got this deep into the conversation. Two Chains was one of those topics I wanted to touch on because. He had one of those resurgences this decade that you don't see. Like, he came out, he first came out with the Players Circle in mid, two, what, 2005, you know, mid-2000. Yeah, he first came out with motherfucking Ludacris, nigga. Right, and that's what I'm saying. He was signing DTP and shit. But, yeah, man. But this nigga came back, reinvented himself, changed his name, Titty Boy 2 Chains, and the rest is history. Like, bro, that's like, I have never seen a... Uh, rebrand as as strong as that. Like is it, I can't like, think of nobody. Yo, that's a movie. That's a real movie, yo. I um, can't think of nobody like that, yo. Titty yo, and- yo, yo, real shit. Let's talk about some real shit. You know we in 2012 now, right? Yeah. Let's Be- talk about. Let's talk. Let's talk some real shit, you mm-hmm. Let's talk about the first. Let's talk about the first female who I really feel like knocked down. On the door for the rest of these bitches to even have a chance to challenge Nikki at the time, man. Shout out to my wife, Creation. Creation, my nigga. Gucci, Gucci, Cray Gucci, Sean. Gucci, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. What? 2012, Creation dropped something about Cray. Creation is a motherfucking legend. She's a director. Mm. Yeah, I man. She was helping Lil B. All of that and you know Speaks. Combination of that energy. You know Speaks, who I have featured on a large album that's available at large7.com, largeclothing.co okay. as well. Um, Speaks and actually wrote that, that song. Available, a large, not that in the rap, but it's also available on us, uh, streaming. Uh, All streaming services. Like, Apple Music, okay. you can get my latest album and my EP from 2014, um, 93 Large. On Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, Google Play Music, all of the major streaming services, even Amazon. So check that out. Um, Large7.com is my website for the music. Largeclothing.co is the website for the clothing line, Large. And if um, right. if you check it out, the music, Large7 is spelled L-A-R-G-E-S-E-V-A-N. The last E in 7 is an A instead. Uh, that's how you spell Large7. So yeah, check me out. And, um, yeah, you can check my boy Dom out, who I'm also speaking with. He is also featured on a lot of my music. His stage name is Dom, is G. And you can check hey, him bro, out bro, on YouTube bro, also. Okay, listen, 2012, Death yeah. Grips dropped, uh, no, uh, no Love, Deep Web. Mm-hmm. Bro, a classic album. And 
And bro, listen, from the moment I saw the that cover, I was just like, yo, I I just have to engulf myself in this music because I know it was going to speak to me, bro. Go ahead and look that cover up. Which one? Death, Death Grips, uh, no deep, no love, deep web, classic album. No love, yeah, deep man. web. Oh yeah, classic. Oh what the fuck, man? It's a dick, bro. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, bro. <laughs> fuck you, man. Uh, all I see is a pink ass dick and shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Thought it was a dildo. Oh my goodness, man. I'm just a child. Alright. Gosh. Okay, so, uh, to, You're gonna get me banned, man. Well, okay, Kim Lamar, good kid, Mad City. Uh, we already know, though. Uh, Meek, Dreams of Nightmares, great intro. Um, blah, blah, blah.
So what else came out? Okay, Wiz and Currency put put out live in concert, a great album that I listened to on repeat so many times, and I know everywhere to that album for no reason. What do you think about the uh, the latest joint album that they just dropped? Two thousand nine was very hard when I was used to I used to ride around at work bumping it all the time. Yeah. Uh, right. J Cole put out Born Center trash. Born Center was not trash, bro. Born Center, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines, brother? Put that up. Cause I'm a winner. Kanye put out Yeezus. And Mac put out watching movies with the sound of R.P. Mac Measy. R.P. Mac Measy. Yo, we got about 15, 16 minutes before we got to get on our Dick Clark shit and count down to yeah, the new no, year. Listen, no, brother, brother, the jet on his way, man. Now I got to rearrange my plans because I got a life. You feel me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going through this list, man. We got to uh, excuse my French and shit. I never listened to it. Um, Where you at? I'm in May right now. Nigga, I'm way past you. I thought we was still on May. Oh, yeah, you skipped that. Nigga, I'm in July, nigga. All right. the car, the holy grail. Great production. Lyrics was so-so. Shout out Yeah, I mean, but that's that's whole for you nowadays, so. Uh, Rich Gang. A um, great mixtape. What do you think about Ace Hood, man? Ace Hood actually was like a, a, a staple in hip-hop for a few years, and he just fell off the face of the earth. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt put out doors August 20th. Um, Big Sean Hall of Fame was charged. Ooh, Terrence Martin put out the classic that is three quarter fold in August 2018. You wasn't Terrence Martin shit. I give you that. You wasn't Terrence Martin shit. I definitely was, 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 Really, the last Dom Kennedy release that I fuck with right away after that, it took me a little while to accept the fact that Dom was taking me in a whole different direction. I just, yeah, I just feel like that's exactly what I was about to say. I feel like that was the last of the old Dom Kennedy. That was the last of the old guard that he, when he was written by, what, Jay? What was the nigga? Jay Wright or whatever? Who used to write his shit? Um, I don't believe that per se. I just think that Dom switched it up. Yeah, but that I mean, the nigga came out and said he used to write his shit. I don't mean maybe he was just hating, but I don't think I don't think the nigga would have a reason. The nigga named Jay Madison or something. Yeah, like Jay that? Madison. Yeah, it wasn't J three hundred five. Jay Madison. But even if he did shit, dumb whoever writing dumb shit now, if it's not dumb, doing a way better job. So you think so, bro? Wait, come on, bro. We still talking about. We talking Bro, about Dom, the Yellow Album. Listen, we talking about... Dom, listen, current day Dom Kennedy, yo, I never know what that nigga's gonna say, man. And I love every second of listening to his music for the first time. Anyway. Uh, but you can say that, I mean, only reason you can say that about his old shit is because, like, you you had listened to it so fucking much. You had listened to it so fucking much that you knew what he was gonna say. Listen, listen, no, no, listen, listen, bro, listen, seriously. Mm-hmm. I listen to old Dom Kennedy songs that I forgot the words to, but I know what he's going to say because his old shit was very like, it was very like, it was it was for the it was for the women. You feel me? It was like it was for the women, like it wasn't for the niggas. I'm not saying that his new shit's still not for the. 
<laughs> but he still was saying crazy shit that that made you think twice. Like, don't don't let a new girl make no spaghetti. Like, <laughs> niggas still don't understand what the fuck that mean. Like, <laughs> niggas still don't know what that mean, yo. You know what that mean? Alright, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that was old Don Kennedy and shit, but a lot of niggas still don't know what that means, like, so, you know, <laughs> and if you don't know what the fuck that means, just Google it, bro, I'm not about to sit here and explain, I'm not about to, I'm not about to sit here and explain yeah, that shit. You gotta let niggas figure out, yo, back to B.O.B., I'll show B.O.B. hella love, fuck you. Yo, I was just listening, I'm so glad we brought B.O.B. up tonight, because I was just listening to um, Elements earlier, you know, he dropped those four mixtapes. Yeah, Earth with Fire and Yeah. Yeah. I remember. But, like, I, like I said, I, I don't... I don't. My homeboy had put me on them shits. Word. I feel like B.O.B. Was it... Did you say it was your homeboy that died or some shit? Nah. My nigga that put me on that shit alive. Oh, word. Alright, 2014. Let's see how many years we can get through before midnight. Alright. We didn't even get to nothing else. We still on rap. We were supposed to be talking about, like, sports and movies and all that. Well, bro, how about this? Uh Let's talk about why Kanye I mean, I don't give a fuck about it. I don't give a fuck about Hollywood. No, listen. Listen, fuck that. Why the fuck you got these bullshit-ass movies like, you know, you got the Marvels and the DCs and the, you know I mean, all of them motherfuckers making these bullshit-ass comic movies. Nobody give a fuck about that shit. Niggas out here, niggas out here dying. I don't want to see no fucking comic movie, man. Cheek said happy happy New Year's to niggas too in the group chat and shit. He just posted it, so but I didn't want to cut you off, but I just wanted to make sure I shout out Cheek. Shout out to Cheek. Happy New Year to Cheek. You Cheek, you know, I doubt you listening right now, but you you hear it later maybe. So Cheek, yo listen, Cheek Town is Cheek Town is the motherfucker man. Right where I go, man, I feel like man, Cheek Town. All right, Kid Cudi dropped Satellite Flight, a great album that I fuck with very hard. Oh man, that hook, man, that 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 hook for that uh, cover song. Satellite, bro, I gotta listen to that shit again, <laughs> bro. Bro, bro, I might have to play that shit while we on here. Yeah, 
I might have to play that shit right now, yo. Yo, look, Pharrell, um, Pharrell Girl album was great. Um, oh, yeah, man, that shit. What, nigga? That shit was bridging gaps, yo. You had old motherfuckers out here vibing to that shit with the young folks. I'm reality. Bro, you got me over here vibing to nothing. I'm over here. You can, if you can look at me right now, I'm literally vibing to no music. Like, and the story goes, a young man will come and say, "Says the Gemini, yo, it was a point in time. They say, drop it again tonight when it's in your soul. Let's take it where there aren't any roads." At the night set across the street from the sheets with Lega, it was Lega's cousin's birthday. A nigga named Grinderson or some shit like that. It was his birthday over there. And, bro, it was my first time hearing Saints in general because I don't listen to shit. I don't listen to shit like that. Who did he get married you know to? Who? He got married to one of them bitches. Saints in general? Yeah. He used to fuck with Jordan Sparks. I don't know if he married her. Oh, that's, that was, that's what I'm thinking about? I don't know. But either, either or, so... Um, Bro, I never forget. Jordan Sparks, bro. yeah, I, Jordan Sparks. I heard that was the first time I heard uh, Red Nose and uh, the other shit. What's the other shit called? Uh, Red Nose and the other shit. Uh, 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 uh. Either way, bro, I ain't even gonna stunt, bro. Then I went to college and I kept hearing that nigga. I was like, yo. And two niggas, two niggas who I always give credit. Say the Gemini and um, K-Cat. Bro, those are two niggas that if you would have told me in 2020, niggas still wasn't listening to Say the Gemini and K-Cat. Bro, Say the Gemini did not have that many hits, bro. Only thing I can think of is Red Nose. No, bro, no, bro. You're, tri bro, you're tripping in the party. Bitch used to go off the um, Say the Gemini. Bro, yeah. what other hits did he have other than Red Nose? Bro, it was Red Nose and um, it was another song. Gas pedal. Gas pedal. That's yeah, it. That's it. Those. I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. That's literally it. Those two songs. Bro, I thought he had another song too. No, bro. I'm looking at his disc. <laughs> I'm looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga Wikipedia page right now, and his discography say he had the Remember Me album in 2014. That's the shit that had Red Nose and Gas Pedal. And apparently, he was supposed to drop another album in 2019. I don't know if it ever dropped or not, but the shit was supposed to be called Red Nose Two album. <laughs> somebody on Wikipedia, somebody on Wikipedia, fucking wow. <laughs> that shit ain't got no link or nothing. <laughs> Red nose too. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, man. They did that nigga dirty. And apparently he's only a year older than us, so yeah. But um fuck all this shit though, man. I think we'd have made it through twenty third twenty fourteen, so Cameron dropped uh wait, Cam uh, first of the month volume two. 
Gucci dropped Gucci versus Guwap. Nobody give a fuck about that shit. Um, Wiz dropped Black Hollywood trash. Um, Whoa, Black Hollywood was hard. Oh, word. Black, Black Hollywood was hard. Word, I ain't listen to it. Well, we, we in 2015, right? I'm still in 2014. You, you wanna, Why? Oh, shit, my bad. Let's go to 2015. You slow, bro. I, I No, nah, I was over here going to other other shit, honestly. I wasn't even looking at that page. But, um, alright. Now we on 2015. Lupe dropped Tetsuo and Youth in January. And, um, you was on that shit, weren't you? Joey Badass dropped before the money. That was alright. It was cool. A lot of niggas was on that shit. Um, Big Sean dropped Dark Sky Paradise, of course. I feel like that's probably Big Sean's best. That's probably his magnum opus. What you think? Not to me. As far as albums? Yeah, not to me. What do you think is his best album? What, finally famous? Whose house is this? Laughing so hard, my tongue is out and The shit. Finally Famous, the album? Back that press, mouth to mouth, that shit. Nigga, what? Yeah, we're going to have to agree to disagree, but uh, Chris Brown and Tiger dropped a classic that is fan of a fan, the album. Alright, uh, nigga, those sleeping ones fan of a fan. That shit hard. Fan of a fan, the mixtape was hard. But uh, G Unit dropped. Was G Unit dropped a couple mixtapes that year. Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Kendrick. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's back on that shit. Uh, Ken, uh, <laughs> Kendrick dropped the Pimple Butterfly <laughs> March fifteenth. Uh, yeah, that's a classic, bro. I feel like that needs to belong on. Um, I mean, I've already seen niggas putting it on their decade list, but that definitely needs to be on everybody's decade list. That my beautiful Pilot dark twist. Three. Pilot talk three. What? They need to be on a decade list. Nah, Pilot Top 3 came out too, though. That came out in 2015? Yes, sir. God damn, time, time flies. What the fuck? In April. In April. I'm looking at April right now. What day? And oh, Chamber. No, and nigga, Chamber. But that nigga dropped. That nigga dropped even more Saturday Night Cartoons and Pilot Talk 3 in April. He said cartoons. Even more Saturday Night Cartoons. Remember he dropped Saturday Night Cartoons and he dropped even more Saturday Night Cartoons? Six. Oh, Classic. Yeah. I wasn't fucking with Thug back then. I still ain't fucking with Thug. Honestly, I still ain't listening to so much fun. I don't be listening. I don't be looking for no fucking fun. Oh, because you're, you're fucking up. You missed out on the probably the best album came out last year. I mean, the London is that shit, though. Everybody, Damn. Everybody like the London. Bro, you know even Barack Obama bitch ass, even Barack Obama bitch ass had the London on his year. Yo, yo, watch your mouth about Obama, yo. That's my uh, future father-in-law. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh, who, 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 who are you gonna fuck, Malia or Sasha? I think Sasha 18. I think I can say that. Let me make, let me make sure I can say that. Uh, Sasha Obama. Whoever, whatever one of them has me. Sasha Obama. Let's see how old she is. Hey yo, look, it's eleven fifty nine, yo. No, no pedophile. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just want to make sure that Dom can say that about Sasha. But uh, so, what you want? Turn it to Dick Clark and shit. Oh yeah, uh, Sasha was born in two thousand one. So she, she was born June tenth, two thousand one. Yeah, she just turned eighteen, nigga. You, you got lucky. You can say you can fuck her. But um, damn, yo, let's turn it to Dick Clark and shit, man. No homo. Pause. All right, so we got 24 seconds. 23, 
Hey, look. I'm gonna get my webcam. Put my webcam over here and shit. Well, that shit ain't gonna make a difference. Eight, seven, six, five, four, two, one. Happy New Year! County right now, I hear, I hear hella gunshots and shit. Oh, niggas kissing and shit. I ain't got my girl to kiss me and shit. Niggas kissing niggas in the mouth and shit. No, she be kissing this dick when she get home. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be on stream saying that shit, yo. <laughs> hey bro, we been on this shit for like an hour. Ain't nobody listening. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening. If somebody is listening. Yo, it don't matter, yo. That's still mad disrespectful. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, look, man. Happy New Year. Hey, yo. Happy New Year. Yo, you mad fucked up, yo. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy All right. New Year. Alright, fuck it. Let's keep on going, man. Strum Life, though. Strum Life was hard. Oh, they got post below. Bro, that's another fucking thing. We need to talk about how they used the whole entire 2010s to gentrify hip-hop. Because you see how they did rock rock and roll and turned that shit into rock and made it for white people, gave Elvis the crown. You see what they did to R&B after the fucking 80s and 90s. They came through with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. And then they did it with Eminem with rap. But after Eminem, after niggas got used to seeing white boys rap, they was like, alright, let's come through and take over the shit. So they came out with MJK. Oh, MGK. They came out with Post Malone. They came out with Yellow Wolf. They came out with all these fucking white rappers. Mac Miller. All these motherfuckers. Mac Miller is the only white rapper I will ever, like, say is is, is justified for being a hip-hop. But everybody else... Why? Why? Because he died or because he fucked with him? No, but Mac Miller was that nigga. Even before he... Bro, Mac Miller was, like, honorary nigga. Like, he didn't have to say nigga to be an honorary nigga. Mac Miller was just that nigga. No, I, no, I ain't even gonna stunt. You was the only nigga I know who fucking was swimming before he died. I'm saying, like I was sick. Bro. I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't fucking with swimming. I still fuck with swimming. Keep it hot. I was so sick, bro. Like Mac, Mac Miller was literally my favorite white rapper, and it wasn't on no shit like Mac Miller. Keep it a bean. I fuck with Mac Miller, but Mac Miller not. I mean, well, yeah, he a better. Yeah, he probably my favorite white rapper, but I think he's not. He's not my favorite white song maker rapper. Who's your favorite? Like Post Malone. Hell no, Lil Peep. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Lil Peep. But, but what I'm saying is, bro, you, just, you see all the white niggas we just named? To the point where it's like, they can have fucking Post Malone at the New Year's Dick Clark shit performing because he's taking over the fucking charts because white rappers just are so ingrained into rap now. Like, 10 years ago, oh, shit, 10 years ago, Eminem would have been the only motherfucker that could have pulled something like that off. Like, now they got a handful of white rappers they could choose from and shit, you know? It's not even about that, yo. It's just the fact that you gotta look at it like this, man. And there's nothing against white people. It's just like, goddamn, like, what the fuck it's can we have? It's nothing against white people at all, but look at what I'm saying. What it boils down to, bro, is uh, black people want to get paid everything, even, even success. 
they see what work with niggas and they be like, shit, well, if white people buy this shit from niggas, they will definitely buy it from a white person and that's what they do. So trust me, everything that... I mean, happens, but white people, they, 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 they control... Alright, it's crazy because black people spend so much money. We are, like, we are a spending ass group of people. Like, the black American spends over a trillion dollars every year. So we have a lot of spending power. But when it comes to the music industry, white people run that shit. White people buy albums. They the only motherfuckers still buying albums today. They the only motherfuckers that go to concerts consistently today. And so the music industry, the labels, they market to whites. They market to whites. They everything revolves around the young millennial white when it comes to how we gonna monetize this music shit. And you know, unfortunately for us, that just means that the white rappers get kind of a leg up because they are even more marketable. They even more of a money grab because they can sell to more white people. Because the black niggas ain't buying shit when it comes to music. We we saving all we we buying all the Gucci and the fucking Jordans and shit. We ain't spending no money on no music. The Gucci and the Jordans. Yeah. I mean, either way, you still spending money. It's just we spending money on different shit. We're not spending money on the craft that we actually created, you know? Other than fucking $10 a month to Apple Music. And that ain't going to no fucking niggas. That's going to add fucking Jimmy Iovine or whoever else, you know? That's true. I don't even think niggas even know Jimmy Iovine... It's like with Apple Music. Because, you know, he used to be the Interscope dude. Yeah, I told niggas uh, yesterday he was anti-Semitic. Who you, who you tell? Don't have them Jews come fuck me up. I told the whole world. Don't have them Jewish people come fuck me up. Bro, just wanna fuck you. Hit the corn! Hit the corn! Remember I had my own dance? You <laughs> <laughs> Bro, apparently that nigga name was I Love Memphis and shit, yo. He was like the first I Love McConan, apparently. Stop it. For real, like this shit was like formatted the same and everything. And that nigga dropped the same year as I Love McConan. That shit dropped the same year as a Tuesday. That's crazy. Bro, let's take a moment to acknowledge Tuesday, bro. Like... Bro, that shit was a, a certified multi-multi-hit. Like, that shit went uber platinum, probably. 157 million views on YouTube. Yeah, Yo, you know who the first nigga who ever played me, McCona? Who, me? Nah, BJ. Are you serious? I thought it was uh, I thought it was look at risk. I thought it was when him father and that's the first time I heard McConan. I think was yeah, the first time I heard McConan was I don't tell Molly no more. Listen, I was in Warren County and BJ took me to a house party in Henderson. Off of dad, off of dad me. The house party was off of dad me. In Henderson? Yeah, I swear. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. Listen. Me and BJ. I, I can't make this shit up. This us. Went to a house party. It was the first time I heard uh, Migos on the island. And 
I just felt so lost because everybody knew that song. Oh, and I'm talking about with Ty Dolla Signs. Like, I got dreads like I'm from the island. Like, it was my first time hearing that shit. But, like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I ain't never heard this song before. Like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah, look at Riz definitely. Look at me like I'm the police. Look at Riz definitely dropped a few months before Tuesday. You don't remember Look at Riz? You don't remember when I was on YouTube and I had I was looking at the video for Look at Riz like probably all the time that summer? No, bro, I just told you. First time I heard that song was with BJ and then we was in, it was summertime and we was in Greensboro. And you was playing Look at Wrist. Yeah, you was playing Look at Wrist. And we got pulled over by the police and Sebastian. And you was trying to show your ass. You remember that? I was showing my ass to the ass to the cops? Yeah, to the fat police officer. Because you was like, yo, this my secret. He said that you was wilding. And you was like, this my son. You remember that shit? Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me I was on a trippy. Don't tell me I was on some trippy sterile shit. Like, yo, no, you wasn't on your trippy sterile shit, but you uh, was tripping on your sterile shit. I wasn't driving though. I couldn't have been driving acting you like was that. Driving. I was driving acting like that to the cop. Yeah, it was you driving. Chick was in the passenger seat. I was in the back, and you just kept on talking back to the cop. And just going back and forth with that nigga. We just want some shit like Sterling shut the fuck up so we can just leave. And what he ended up doing? He let us go, but you want to talk your shit, of course, at first. Because you just a bitch. So you want to talk your shit. Nah, y'all niggas some bitches, man. Y'all supposed to be backing me up and shit. Y'all niggas been hoes and shit. Acting all scary. Acting all scary and shit. Oh, scary hey, ass niggas. Just cause, yo, just cause you pick and choose when you want to be on some Tupac shit. <laughs> I can't fuck with that. Yo, was you here, Sebastian, that I almost got shot by that nigga for having my pink bandana? <laughs> that nigga was really pulled out his gun, like, like, <laughs> that nigga pulled, that nigga pulled a gun out on me because I had my motherfucking pink bandana out. I had this shit around my neck on, it was, I'm like, was good. Like, he was like, nigga, you on that gay shit? You on that nigga? I'm on my bass shit. What's good, nigga? Little B. What's up, nigga? Bass guy. Nah, nigga, it was me. She got there. Will. Um, I think Dylan was out there. Yeah, it was Jalen was out there. It was like the whole crew and shit. And then he was gonna pull out the gun on me, like with everybody around. Only reason that nigga even felt comfortable doing that shit was because he had a gun. Like, and, and he knew niggas weren't about to do shit if he had a gun out. But. But the nigga was drunk as fuck, gonna pull the gun out on me and ain't gonna do shit with me. Yeah. Some brown skinned nigga with dreads, bro. I probably walked past that nigga in the street so many times since then. Hold up, yo. Hold up, hold up. Hold up, yo. You never heard this story? Bro, we was leaving a house party. Yes, we was on the sidewalk walking to the car. And this nigga said something to me about my pink bandana. I said something back because I was drunk. And he pulled his gun out on me, act like he's about to shoot me and shit. Hold up, yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Alright, 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 alright. Seriously, alright, let me get my shit together. Yo, son, you said. <laughs> come on, come on, man. Yo, so you said this nigga rolled up on you. Yeah. And you said, you said that you said, nigga, I'm on my base yeah, I said I'm on my base shit. Like, and then you, and then you said, Lil B. 
Lil B, nigga, was <laughs> fuck. Like, yeah, that's what. Yo, yo, but that was your response. Yeah. To a nigga. That was before he pulled the gun out. the proper response yo if i would have been like fuck you nigga who the fuck is you fuck you nigga he would have really pulled out the gun nigga. <laughs> i'm not saying say that i'm not saying say that yo i'm not saying say that yo but just be on some shit i would just i wouldn't just be on some shit like yeah nigga like why would why are you saying a whole nigga name that's not even there like you get what i mean like you should have just you should have just played that completely differently, like yo, like I, Pink Bandana, just, you, just, just the type of shit I'm on. Da 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 da. You calling out some shit that don't got nothing. He don't know what the fuck you talking about. That's probably why he pulled out his gun. You should have been on some shit like yo. Oh, so you think he ain't even know who Lil B was? Exactly. Listen. So you want some shit like Lil B, nigga? Da 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 da. Paul, he know Lil' Big be behind him. He like, what the fuck Lil' B? Like, nigga, I'm about to shoot you. Or I might be calling him a little bitch or something, Paul, you know? <laughs> nigga, he don't know. Bro, same shit happened to me, bro. I went, I was in Warwick County. I was on E.F.R.A. Road going to see the fireworks. And I had my pink bandana tied around my face. I used to remember, I used to wear my shit tied around my face and shit. Like St. Andreas. Mm. And, um... <clears throat> I was wearing my shit, yo. This old nigga walked right past me. He was like, man, you better take that motherfucking bandana off your face. Man, I took that shit off my face so motherfucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> you actually listened to that nigga. Oh, yeah. He was a grown-ass grown man. He was like, nigga, you better take that bandana off your motherfucking face. Hey, look, bro. So we going to wrap this shit up before New Year's hit the uh, Central and shit at 1 a.m.? <laughs> Cause they still got they, these white boys up here still performing and shit, man. They gotta they gotta uh, count down the New Year's for the niggas in the cornfields and shit next. Oh my goodness! Bro. And then California it's getting it at three a.m. Yeah, you bust. Yeah, bro. No, I ain't with my hotline bling. Ain't that what he said? Yeah, that nigga Drake was on a crazy ass run when he dropped God's Plan and um that other shit, like back to back, both went number one. What was it, God's Plan and um it's the other shit? You know what I'm talking about, right? All right, bitch, Dom. It was, diplomatic, it was Diplomatic Community, wasn't it? What about Diplomatic Community? When did Drake drop those two songs that went number one back to back together? It was God's Plan and that other shit. I don't know. I don't know, man. I ain't a Drake stand like you. I, think I ain't no fucking Drake stand either. I'm just looking at the shit. Oh, no, that shit actually went number two. No, I'm looking at God. I'm looking at Hotline Blame. Let's see. 
Yeah, I, I think it was that and nice for what? Because God's plan was like fucking number one. And then, what you call it, nice for what went number one? That nice for what might have been Drake's like biggest song I can think of. What do you think Drake's biggest song of all of the decade was? Biggest song of the whole decade is uh probably that God's plan shit. Honestly, God's plan is not that good though. But it's his biggest, his most popular song of all time. How? Because of the video? We was giving away money and shit. It's just catchy, bro. No, it's not. Catchy word. That hook is not catchy. Nice for what is catchy. That's what I'm saying. Nice for what is actually a real... Like, that shit... I'm talking about... She said she loves me. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Niggas like shit like that. I only like my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to hear a nigga tell you. <laughs> what, that's what the bitches want? I only love my bed. And my mama. I'm sorry. I'm bitches, sorry. Bitches love mama boys and shit. Bitches All right, bro. Since we uh kind of got off Yo, topic. The private, the private jet about to pull up, though. Yeah, so we got to wrap this shit up. So All right, so we going to... What year we on? Yeah, fuck the music. I was going to say fuck the music. Let's just go to the greatest sports moment. So, but you want to talk about sports? All right, the greatest sports moment. Shout out to that time when I was in college. And it was Easter break. Let's say it was Easter break. And I was one of the only niggas still on campus. Everybody else had went home. And I watched Carmelo beat the uh, Bulls in overtime. They had a clutch three to send in the overtime. <laughs> they had a clutch three to win the game. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What year was this? Because I think I remember that. Yo, um, Derrick Rose. Uh, it was, this the Derrick Rose Bulls we talking about, right? Oh, yeah. So, I was at Binky House watching one of those games one time. Like, I remember vividly. You know, I was back in, that was back when I used to go to the nigga house all the time. Like, 20, 2011, 2012. Was it, was it that, that period? About that because I remember D Rose went off in one of those games. Like I don't even know if it was in that same series, but I remember that particular playoff run. That nigga D Rose, like you know, that's old D Rose. Like even new D Rose kind of snaps sometimes, but old D Rose nigga, that nigga was jamming on everybody. But my greatest sports moment of the decade, ironically, happened at the beginning of the decade. I'm pretty sure you know what this is, but never forget this moment either. It was sore. I was at UNCG for the first time with my boy Cheek. We were staying up there for orientation, June 2011, and it was game six of the NBA Finals. Dallas Mavericks versus... Oh, wow, Miami I didn't Heat. know that you seen that in Greensboro. That's crazy. Yes, bro. Game six, yes. We was in Greensboro watching that shit in the motherfucking main lobby of the dorm we were staying in for sore. And What dorm was that? Huh? What dorm was that? This was the dorm across from More Strong. Like, you remember the dorm that, um, 
Sarah and them stayed in freshman year. That was like right next to my dorm, Will Winfield. Yeah. It was a yeah. it was across from that dorm though. It was that dorm over there in the corner in the cut by the trees, like across from the golf course. Okay. And um, we stayed over there. I forgot the name of the shit. I had to look it up. But that's that's the dorm we stayed in. And bro, I was in that bitch lit. Like I'm in that bitch. Me and Xavier, Xavier Bond was episode with us too. I had just met him, and that nigga was supposedly a Mavs fan too. So he was in that bitch lit. And I was lit. I'm up in that bitch talking shit. Cheek up in that bitch. Hmm. Man, this nigga LeBron, man. Hmm. Man, it's all good. We can come back. Man, y'all niggas ain't. Y'all niggas ain't. Hmm. Mm, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, like this. <laughs> but that nigga, that nigga whole shit changed up from the beginning of the game all the way to the damn end of the night. Like that nigga shit switched up. Nigga did a whole 180, bro. That nigga cheek was sick, and I was so I was so happy. That was one of the happiest moments of my life, and um, yeah, I, I'll I'll be seeing I'll be having another moment like that within the next three to five years with my boy Luca. So, and hopefully it'll be over LeBron again. That'd be even better. But we we both in the I, West. I would be over LeBron because because if they change up the playoffs format like we was talking about. Um, and it's crazy because that's the one change that is. Remember, we was talking about that not too long ago. That is the case. The last four teams, so whoever makes it to the Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals, those four teams would then be reseeded based on the um the regular season, you know, rank or record, whatever. So yes, hypothetically, it could be a East versus East or a West versus West Finals, and I don't even like that. Like I hope that change doesn't go through, but. Um, they, they, they sent it through with the rest of the changes, so it's up to the Players Association or whatever to approve it. So you want it to go through? Yeah. Why you say that? That's hard. I mean, but do you feel like that will bring more parity to the league? like, Or do you think that, you know, like, because I'm trying to figure out what's their reasoning for wanting to do that. Do you think that they think that it's too lopsided, like with the West over the East right now? Playoffs be whack. Even with, even back when LeBron was in the East, you think the East playoffs was always whack? They was. I mean, you're I right. I never used to watch the playoffs because I knew LeBron was coming out. But think about it, bro. LeBron came out in the East for what, like eight straight seasons? And you knew that shit was going to every year. Think about that shit, bro. He came out the league. He came out the. He came out the finals from the East eight straight years, bro. You think that's why he went to the West? You think he wanted more of a challenge? Nah, he went to the West. I think for like his family and some other shit. I think he went to the West for the money. I think he was like, not the Lakers money, but like just Hollywood money. Like nigga, if you in Hollywood twenty four seven, just imagine. All of the sponsorships, all of the movie roles, all of that shit he'll be getting. And he out there with all his best friends and shit, all of his Illuminati people. Yeah. But um, Fox Sports put together a list of the top 10 sports moments for the decade. And uh, let me see what the fuck they talking about. Oh, yeah. So my Ravens won the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I don't think that made this list. Nah, that didn't make this list. Um, yeah, that shit not well, that my important. Ravens, my Ravens did win the Super Bowl in, uh, in 
Damn, that's how long ago that was. Yeah. Hey, look, y'all might be on the way to another one. Maybe the way your boy Lamar playing. What time Brady and them do this year? Because then you don't watch football. They just lost to the Dolphins. They trash. Well, damn, what's their record? Trash is trash. But they going to the playoffs, right? Of course. They're the third seed in the AFC. So, you think the... um? got to play a wild card game. The Patriots got to play... The Patriots got to play a wild card game? You know what happened last time the Patriots played in a wild card game? What? They won? They lost to the uh, Ravens. But what I'm saying is, you got to play a wild card game when you like one of the last seeds, don't you? Yeah, they're a third seed. Damn. So my thing is, like, is it possible for it to be a Ravens-Patriots Super Bowl, or is they, like, in the same no. conference or whatever? They both for the AFC. Oh, all right. Well, because I was going to say, you know, maybe I'll see them in the, in the Super Bowl, but never mind. Never mind, but um, you probably play the uh, you probably fuck around play like the uh, the 49ers again. Work, but um, yeah, I'm looking at this Fox Sports. I don't know if you're looking at my screen, but the Fox Sports they got their greatest sports moments of the 2010s, and they say Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor was at number 10. Um, you oh, agree? With, you agree with that? Why you say that? Cause, cause Floyd Mayweather whooped his ass. This is a bullshit fight. I mean, but do you think the fight was like staged, or you think that like? Cause I honestly, I honestly don't understand that fight. Like, I I never understood why they would put them two in the ring, knowing damn well that like Floyd Mayweather was gonna whoop his ass from the jump. No, I think the fight was bullshit. So you think they met up before the fight and bullshit. shook hands? Like, yo, you know I'm about to whoop your ass, but you about to get like fifty million dollars. So just just fight me. Bullshit. So you think the rematch gonna be bullshit too? If that ever happened, right? Everything. Cause Floyd Mayweather talking about coming out of retirement, but I don't know why he already he got all that fucking money. But he might be he might his stupid ass might have blown the money. Who knows? But um, well, I might be blowing his money. I'm sure he ain't blowing all his money. But you know, Fifty Cent always picking on that nigga grammar and shit. So I he got me feeling like that nigga stupid now. But um. Number nine, they say Simone Biles' 2016 Olympic dominance was number nine. Why you say that? Cause, cause she's young, or cause the Olympics don't mean shit. Gymnastics don't mean shit. Where, well, number eight, Germany defeats Brazil seven to one. Neither one of us watch soccer, so f- fuck that. Number seven, they got Villanova's buzzer beater to win the 2016. Okay. Number six, they got Tiger Woods winning the 2019 Masters. I care about that. That's real shit. So what do you think about his resurgence, his uh, his comeback? I mean, yo, any nigga that overcome a Zan problem, I root for. He had a Zan problem? Yeah, hell yeah. Like, that's what they said. They said, they said it was Xanax. Tiger Woods didn't have a Zan problem, bro. That's why his face got all fat and shit. Shout out to Tiger Woods. I'm rooting for that nigga. What, number f- favorite athletes. Yeah, that's what's up. I hope you stop fucking with the white bitches. I hope you learned his lesson. But, um, number five, some more soccer shit. So, I'm going to skip that. And number four was 
some shit that I don't even the, the kick six. You know what that is? I don't know, man. I don't know nothing. Number three was the Cubs winning the 2016 World Series. You know anything about that? Yeah, I ain't like that because I had a bar talking about him. I cursed like the Cubs, and then the Cubs won the uh, championship. You said you was cursed like the Cubs. Oh, so that's why you don't like it because you said it in a song. Yeah. Oh, I'm cursed like the Cubs and my curse not to win again. Oh, I'm just like the yeah, Cubs yeah, and my yeah. curse not to win again. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. That was one of my favorite Dom songs. Shit, eBay my dick. Yeah. But um, anyway, number two was Malcolm Butler in interception to win Super Bowl fifty. I hate that shit. 49. If they should have gave him about a bunch of, and I hate the Patriots, so, yeah. Well, you know, I don't give a fuck about football, so I'll just go ahead to number one, which is the block. Cavaliers overcome 3-1 NBA Finals deficit, and it all started with LeBron's huge chase down block. Do you think, do you agree with that? Fuck that nigga. So you, you still don't fuck with LeBron? Yeah, but Melo and LeBron are friends in real life, so you know. I mean, I'm not a LeBron. I'm not. I'm not big on LeBron either. But I'm. Don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I I used to hate LeBron. Like I hated LeBron back then. But like once we won the ring and shit and all that, it was like I mean shit. I don't. I don't really care for his ways. But I mean, we beat the niggas, so I mean shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have that same joy. <laughs> yeah, um, so, anyway, let's go on to some things that happened in the 2010s. Um, some 17 unforgettable moments and trends of the 2010s decade. So, um, this is a BuzzFeed article, so this is a little bit more mainstream, but um, that's probably good for our audience. But, um, anyway... Number one is the way that streaming completely took over. Whether it's streaming music, streaming movies and TV, streaming completely took over everybody's world this decade. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. And do you, is that something that, is that a trend that you like or do you wish that things were going a bit differently? You know, kind of elaborate a little bit. Because I wish the day I miss the days of downloading a zip file, unzipping that bitch, throwing it in my iTunes and transferring it over to my iPod on my phone, you know? Cause when I'm in the when I'm in the sticks, I really I really feel that. When, but at the same time, it's nothing as convenient as Discovering a new artist or a new song and just pulling up Apple Music and just adding that shit to your library and just instantly being able to always listen to it, you know? It's a beautiful thing, man. This guy. Well, it's like what my nigga Theophilus London said, man. Uh, don't don't stay the digital world, man. They can't kill us all. You feel me? The technology is evil, but it's a lot of good to it, you feel me? Yeah, it's just gonna give us all cancer and shit. Make us stupid. It's a lot of downsides and shit, like even streaming and shit, but. You know what I mean? 
Because all they do is just lessen the value of a song, which ultimately lessens the value of an artist. But not only that, people don't realize that it lessens the val- it lessens the quality of the music you're listening to too. You can't listen to the high, ultra high definition, you know, version of the song if it's coming from a streamer service, as opposed to being on a vinyl or even a CD. You know, um, obviously, like a vinyl would be top top notch quality if you want to listen to the song the way it sounded when it was recorded but people don't really give a fuck about all that no more they just want to be able to listen to it and it sound normal you know but um number two was the rise of hipster culture you know hipsters beards and especially hipsters with beards according to this guy on buzzfeed um do you think that the hipster culture really seen a major rise in this decade among you know, millennials and just people in general. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've been hipsters. Like, we were hipsters before hipster, being a hipster was cool. And then, by the time it became, like, a mainstream thing, it was like, we was looking at the hipsters like, y'all late, like, y'all trying too hard, you know? And, like, now we just in our own lane. Like, I feel like hipsters of 2019, hipsters of 2020, is not the same of a hipster as a hipster of 2010, you know? Now, if you was trying to be a hipster, it's like, you're trying to be a hipster. It's like, you know, you should have been doing this shit 10 years ago. Exactly. But, um, number three was the surge of Uber. Um, like, Uber, ride-sharing shit, um, like, Lyft. the Uber, yeah. You got, even got all these apps and shit. You like Lyft, Uber, you got the Insta, um... Instacart and Postmates delivering food. You got Airbnb for like the Uber hotels. You know, what do you think about the rise of all these different apps that allow you to do shit that you could already do, but more efficiently and easier and quicker, you know? Beautiful. I love it. I love Uber. I love the food services. I just love, I just love it all. It's, it's very convenient, and it's just, just reminds you the power of technology, and I just love it. And it's only going to get better. Um, you know, me being in the crypto and stuff like that, I see where the gaps can be bridged in a lot of regards. So once crypto becomes mainstream, this decade, now that we finally in 2020, it's crazy. I'm looking at my fucking computer right now. It says 1-1-2020. That shit look weird as fuck, but you know it always takes like a month for you to get used to the, to the new year. And, um... I feel like this decade, the 2020s, is going to be the decade of crypto. It's going to be the decade of blockchain. So we're going to see a lot of medical um, uses coming about, you know, different medical companies and hospitals and people in the medical industry utilizing blockchain to store health records and stuff like that and share data. And even when it comes to financial companies, you're going to see banks and stuff like that start to launch their own coins. And banks that, you know, start getting in the blockchain as, as far as, like, transferring money and, and moving money around the world because it's so fast and it's so much cheaper and it's so much efficient than, than the traditional financial systems. Um, and not only that, but what's really going to make crypto and, and blockchain and all that take off with the mainstream is just how it's going to take off in the app market, you know. Once they start integrating crypto and all these coins and the different apps like Uber and Lyft and 
Airbnb and all that, and all these different major companies start coming out with their own coins, bro, the game is over. Like, it's just like the internet. Um, the way the internet came about and rose so fast from the late 90s up until, you know, the mid-2000s, and that, by the time 2010 hit, everybody on the internet. It's going to be the same thing with crypto. By the, ten, by the time 2030 hit, everybody going to be using some type of crypto in some form because it's going to be enveloped. It's going to envelope every aspect of society, whether it's finance, health, um, you know, commerce, or even just investments. It's going to be in every aspect of our lives, and it's going to happen. It's going to seem like it happened overnight, but the shit been happening since... 2009 when Bitcoin was was created. It's just been a fucking gradual process now They finally starting to come out with different apps and different use cases for the crypto and all these different coins But Bitcoin is the only one that's really getting all of the major press right now So people don't really know about everything else that's going on, but I'm telling you bro If you buy some Bitcoin right now, <laughs> you will not regret that shit five ten years from now You you might be rich depending on how much you buy so I'm just trying to let you just give you a little tip right now that this crypto shit is going to be the next frontier is of, of the internet and you know um just the world in general so that's just some some 2020 advice for you and everybody that's listening but um as far as number four though number four i got the decline of uh phones with buttons and the deri and the rise of touchscreen um smartphones how do you feel about smartphones you know or, or the smartphone era you know, coming into prominence the way it did over the last decade. Bro, I, miss, I miss keyboards keeping a band. You miss Blackberries and shit like that? I mean, uh, just keyboards, man. Keyboards is hard. I miss those too, but I feel like it's still it's still a market for those. Like, even if you look at the latest Blackberries that just dropped, because, you know, they just started coming back out with Blackberries. They got keyboards on them joints, but they also got touchscreens with the Android. So it's like, it's still a market for it, but... It ain't too many people that want that right now. So it's only going to be a, a small market, at least for the near future. And then you got people like, you know, Razer coming out with the new foldable smartphones with the foldable glass screen and the, all that. You seen that shit? Yeah. What you think about that? That's cool. And that shit like $1,500. And apparently they exceeded, way exceeded their sales expectations to the point where they had to push back the launch. It was supposed to launch like last week. But, like I said, they, they, they pre-orders went through the roof, so they had to push it back so they can push out more units when they drop. And, um, but as far as the, the, the rise of smartphones, you know, like you said, I love it. I don't know how I feel about the, the 5G just yet, because apparently that shit is going to be so strong. It's going to be blasting cancer at niggas 24-7. Um, might want to do some research on that. But... As far as smartphones, yeah, they just made life way easier and way easier to communicate. I just wish people used this technology for the better and for learning and advancement of themselves more instead of just bullshitting and talking stupid shit on social media, you know? Um, but yeah, number five, the moment dubstep arrived as a trend. The, 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 apparently, this person says the 2010s will have to recognize dubstep. I don't really give a fuck about dubstep, but I know a lot of these um, weirdos do. So, how do you feel about dubstep? I don't. So, you in the same boat as me? I mean, I, I don't really feel a way about it. Yeah. I respect it. I think I respect it more than you do. Yeah, I mean, 
Probably, honestly. Because I, I listen to a lot of genres of music, obviously, but dubstep just never really, like, caught on. Like, it just always seems so out there to me. Like, I listen to house music, of course. I listen to 70s and 80s R&B and soul and New Jack Swing and all of this other stuff. But dubstep is just so different. Like, it's just... What, like, what occasion would you listen to dubstep? Other than if you had a fucking rave and you offer, like, you know, some Molly and some Coke, you know? <laughs> like, when would you listen to this shit, you know? But, um, number six. Okay, this this is a good one. Number six is the controversy surrounding Trump, Brexit, and other politics. Um, probably for some of the questionable political decisions we made in various countries around the world. Um, I don't know. I'm just reading what this quote says. It says, probably for some of the questionable political decisions we made in various countries around the world. That's what that guy had to say about this. So, yeah. How do you feel about all these controversies around Trump, Brexit, and anything in politics that have happened over the last decade? Taking you a while. Man. That's hard, man. Just go ahead and just go ahead and say what you wanna say, man. Trump that nigga. You know you wanna say it. I can't I can't particularly say that though. You don't think so? I mean it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that in what sense though? In all senses. Because, because, listen, because they want us to think that Trump is that nigga, even though I already know that Trump that nigga. It's deep, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. Trump's still playing. He's still following some type of agenda. He's still got some boss that is 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 controlling him, too. But what I'm saying is, looking back, even though I voted for Hillary, I'm, you know, hey, look, it's the past. I own up to it. That's my bad. Even though I voted for Hillary, I know for a fact that I'm much, much gladder in the present. In 2020, I'm so much glad that, or much more glad that Trump is the president as opposed to Hillary. Do you agree? I mean, because I voted back then. I'll probably never vote in another election ever again, just knowing what I know now. Unless it's just like, just me, like trying to troll or some shit. Like, I might vote this year. Just to vote for Trump, you know, just to be able to say I voted for Trump, you know, but other than that, I don't give a fuck about politics. I could care less about the Democrats or the Republicans. Yeah, I would never vote either, man. Um, and I, I, I appreciate Trump being president, bro. Why is that? Um... Just because as a child, I've always saw Trump as, a, as somebody that I, you know, just growing up, he just always kind of just symbolized, you know, what I always view America as, you feel me, like a white dude with power, so. Politically incorrect, right? Because <laughs> America is definitely politically incorrect as a whole. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it was, it's just cool that, like, you know, for that to just have been dangling in my face my whole life, no homo, and for him to fuck around and be the president in my early 20s. It's just, you know. 
But it's crazy how many people like are like de- <laughs> were like depressed. Like I'm talking even to this day, people still wake up sad, sick out of their minds that Trump is the president because we went from not, a Barack Obama to him. Right. I don't give a fuck. Like I said, I'm not that guy. But there's literally people, millions of people in this country that wake up pissed off every day because they think that Trump is making their lives worse. He's not. No, he's not at all. But what do you what can we do to convince those people? We can't do shit. They they gotta convince themselves, you know. Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and see that the problem is in the mirror, you know. And I had to do the same thing with a lot of other stuff, you know. Luckily with politics it really that was really a not really big concern of mine, but yeah. And uh number seven would be the increase of vlogging and becoming a vlogger as a career. And this is interesting because this is something that I'm actually doing right now. We vlogging, live streaming, um, you know, this is something I've been talking about over the last few weeks, um, if you know me, you know, over the last month even. And um I feel like vlogging is a legit career now. Um, as opposed to obviously 2000 to 2010, the prior decade, this shit wasn't even a, a viable option. Like people did this just to, you know, just to experiment, just to be able to get their opinions out because YouTube was a new medium back then. They didn't know that this shit was going to end up what it was. Nobody knew that YouTube was going to end up being the de facto form of video sharing, opinion sharing, and, you know, community building online. Um, but yeah, you know, like this person said, this quote here, in the 2010s, becoming a YouTuber slash streamer is now considered a valid profession. Is that something you agree with? Of course. Anything you can monetize or advertise it, so on and so forth is a profession. And, and it's crazy because 2019, I feel like, really was a turning point for influencers and bloggers. Like, as a, as first, it was just, okay, let me put up this video. Let me build this audience first in, in, in this particular niche. And once I do that and get these thousands, a hundred thousands, or millions of subscribers, then it's, okay, let me monetize it. You know, let me get the YouTube, um, let, me, let me become a YouTube partner, and YouTube is paying me a few thousand a month, depending on how many views I get. And let me start up this store and let me start selling merch you know that was the typical path but now it's like bro these vloggers and these influencers are actually becoming like they're actually getting like the same type of deals that professional athletes get that musicians get like ninja for example let's just focus on him for a second i know you know who ninja is right the biggest gamer on earth the fortnite player with the blue hair you know what i'm talking about yeah ninja so this dude ninja right not only did he sign an exclusive streaming deal with Mixer this year, Mixer, which is Microsoft's streaming platform, they stole him from Twitch, um, which is one of the platforms I'm streaming on right now. They stole him from Twitch, and this dude got a multi-million dollar deal for Mixer just to stream, just to keep on doing what he was already doing on Twitch. And not only that, this nigga just launched his first shoe today. He just launched his first Adidas sneaker today. Well, when yesterday, actually, I'm sorry. December 31st, 2019, this guy actually launched his first Adidas sneaker. And the shit 
retail for like 150 and it sold out, you know, within minutes, if not quicker. And so my thing is like, no, these, these gamers and these influencers and these bloggers are actually becoming um, valued in the marketplace the same way as professional athletes. You know, is that something that you saw coming or something you agree with? Gonna say something? Yo. I know you're not asleep. So you gonna say something? Yo, you really you really didn't hear nothing I just said, did you? I was saying that these vloggers and gamers and influencers are now getting deals that are comparable to like pro sports athletes. Is that something that you agree with? They're lucky. They're lucky. All these niggas is lucky, man. So, you know, like, you think that it's all luck. You don't think that's based off of hard work or, you know, you know, just people fucking with them, et cetera. Well, okay. So, number eight, the selfie boom, you know, uh, this guy said that you could argue that selfies was born in this decade. Do you think that that's true? You think that people were doing self, self like taking selfies before 2010? Oh yeah. But do you? But do you think that it was known as like a selfie? You know, like you think when people took a picture and put it up on Facebook or MySpace or whatever back in those days, you think it was like known as a selfie? No, I'm talking about four of my spaces all that shit. Yeah, no, nah, I'm talking about like I know people always have been but since cameras existed, people have took the camera and pointed it at themselves and took a picture. But what I'm saying is selfies. Pictures taken from the front the front facing camera of your smartphone or even the back facing camera in the mirror, you know, that was born in this decade. Is that something you agree with? Yeah, because, I mean, cameras didn't used to be that good on phones and shit. Like, a, 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 picture, a picture took in with your digital camera with a Canon or some shit. That's not a selfie, technically, you know. So, um, and the trend of wearing leggings is pants. Like, bitches wear leggings nowadays. Um, do you think that that was something people was doing before this decade, or do you think that just started this decade? Hell yeah, bitches been crafty and thrifty. Or... I'm trying to get through this list. I can tell you sleepy, man. You could have told me you was going to fall asleep on me and shit. I would have... I ain't sleepy, man. I'm just, uh... It's in my player mode. Get the fuck you off of Xan or some shit? <laughs> uh, man, you gotta respect me, man. You can't make such accusations. All right, I'm sorry. Hey, what about... What do you think about the dominance of meme culture? That's number 10. Um, yeah. You can promote anything to a meme these days, bro. Right, but, like, bro... Did memes even exist before this decade? Yeah. But, like, I don't remember. Demotivational posters. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Did people used to put those on MySpace? Yeah. Mm. Demotivational posters was a movie. Let me look that up, bro. Demotivational. Because <laughs> I remember them, but I don't remember what they look like off the top. Oh. Bro, that's crazy. 
These was on MySpace, though? They was everywhere. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy that you remember that. I'm so glad it's like I have you on the phone even though you like half sleep because like I would have never thought of that myself. Like What about the pop number eleven? The popularity of very specific trends and filters like ombre hair, dog ears and snouts, flower crowns. Tons of highlighters, filling in the eyebrows, you know. Hey, bro, hey, bro, 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 go to the next one, bro. Yeah, that's some bullshit, right? Um, number 12, the rising, uh, the rise of new dance trends like dabbing, flossing, and twerking. Um, do you think twerking that... Twerking is not new. Yeah, I, I was about to say, do you think that this shit just started, like, in in this decade, in the social media age? I, I feel like people always been coming out with new dances, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but they were just saying new dance trends in general. They were just naming something. But like I said, I feel like dance trends, nigga, even you go back to Soul Train and shit, like back in the 70s, they always been coming out with new dances and shit. The, the white people ain't know how to dance till they came out with the hustle in the 70s. So they always come out with new dances and shit, you know. So I don't agree with that one. Um, Number 13, the increase of people using vapes and fidget spinners. I do agree with this. Because fidget spinners was invented 20 years ago. Nobody fucking cared. The company went bankrupt. Then somebody else, the patent expired. Somebody else relaunched them a few years ago. And the rest is history, of course. Um, so I agree with that. And the vapes, of course, like jewels. Nobody was using any type of vape shit before this decade, I feel like. Or at least it was very, very few. Like, they say, I just saw a study the other day. They said that like 20-something percent or like anywhere from like 15 to 25 percent of high school students vape nowadays. When we was in high school, when we graduated in 2011, it was only like 1, 2 percent of kids or of high schoolers. And now it's like, you know, 10 to 20 percent. Like, Is that something you, you, you see or, or I feel like you agree with? I don't really see little kids vaping, but that's crazy. But you I mean, what little kids do you really see or hang around with, you know? I don't, but... But that's what I'm saying. Like, you see adults vaping, though. I know you see adults vaping. Because I got a couple cousins off top that I know, you know, cousins, brothers, whoever, that keep a vape on them, you know? But my thing is, 10 years ago, that wasn't a fucking thing. It was just Newports, you know? Yeah, very true. Now, number 14... The rise of virtual reality. Um, I agree with this too because they came out with VR. Nintendo dropped um, the Virtual Boy back in the 90s, and that shit didn't catch on because the technology wasn't there. But now you got you know Facebook's company Oculus come out with the Oculus Rift back in like 2012. They've came out with a few new versions since, and you got HTC coming out with they on um, virtual reality headset a few years ago too. Valve just dropped one. So you got different VR headsets now. They got movies on them. They got, you know, movies and video games on them. Video games is the biggest thing for VR headsets right now. They even got VR porn and shit like that. So, you know, I feel like VR headsets is here to stay because the tech is finally, like, to a point where it makes sense. But I still feel like I got a long way to go for it to be, like, a mass thing for, like, everybody to 
be popping on VR headsets and meeting up in Facebook land, you know? Is um is that is that something you agree with though? A lot. But I do You said what? I said a great deal. I you you do feel like two like well one or two decades from now that everybody's gonna be using VR though, right? Like, I feel like it's crazy because I, I feel like once it gets to that point, it's going to be a turning point in society. Like, people want people not going to want to leave the house. Niggas that don't get no pussies just going to put their headsets on and just be fucking virtual bitches all day. And, like, it's just going to be like pe- certain people are going to live 90 to 100% of their lives in these VR worlds. You know? That's very sad when you say it like that, but it's true. But, like, look at, like, Ready, um, what's the name of that movie? Ready Player Go, or, you know what I'm talking about? That came out, like, a year ago. That, that, uh, Michael, that, that Michael Bay movie or Steven Spielberg movie with the, the VR world. And the boy was trying to, to win, like, the million-dollar prize or whatever that the, the creator left. That movie is very indicative of where society is going in this regard. I, like I said, I feel like that's at least a couple decades away but we on that path. So if you want to see what I'm talking about and you ain't seen that movie yet, look at that movie. Um, I just want to, let me just pull that movie up. Just so I can, um, don't fuck up the name. Ready Player One is the name of the movie. You know what I'm talking about? Dom? No. Look up that movie and on the fire stick or whatever and you get a chance to watch that. Ready Player Go. That's exactly where society is headed in the VR sense. Over the next few decades. Um, number 15. We got the dominance of superhero movies in pop culture. You just brought you just brought this up, yo. Let me I'm gonna just let you have this one. Nah, why? we already talked about that shit. I ain't talking about it again. But why but why did you explain why you felt that way though? Yeah. I said it already. Alright, I I well I I forgot, so just explain it one more time. Nah man, I don't want I don't wanna go off again, I ain't wanna but before it was premature. Now is your time to shine. I shine, man. All right, man. We got two more things. Number sixteen: the norm of meeting people on dating apps like Tinder. Um, meeting a significant other on Tinder or another dating app is like normal nowadays. So, is that something you agree with? I mean, I don't know. Do you? I mean, I don't use Tinder, man. I got a girl. You the single one? I don't use Tinder either. So. We're just going to skip this one again. But I agree that this stuff is normal nowadays. You agree that with that? Oh, yeah. You know, you got the Tinder. You got the grinder for the gay motherfuckers. Like, it's, 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 it's... Facebook just came out with their own version of Tinder, apparently. Bro, who... Somebody just showed me this shit the other day, yo. Like, they was on Facebook dating, like, swiping and getting bitches on Facebook. Like, I'm like, wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, Number 17. And finally, and... And it says, and finally, the duck face. Duck face was definitely something. So bitches taking pictures with, you know, with the peace sign and they, they lips bought up with the duck face. I, I didn't know that was a trend to the point where they would have to put it in this article. But do you think do you think that that was a big enough trend for this to be on a decade list? Oh, yeah. So you think bitches wasn't doing this before 2010? I mean... This is always probably was doing it, but yeah, that face is important. 
it's important. It's important for culture, for society to remember this this piece of culture, right? Oh yeah. Okay, I agree. But that's pretty much it for this list. Um, we already went over the music. We went over some a little bit of the sports. Um, I know you didn't give a fuck about the movies, so we went over the pop culture and stuff like that. Um, during that time, we also touched on the gadgets a little bit. Um, we didn't really touch on uh, the uh, too deeply on the gadgets. Like the iPad came out this decade. The Tesla the Model S dropped this decade. decade. From our current one. Thousands um, of products have been Chrome released. Cast, Each one doing the Fire most to their attention. And while Drones, some are definitely like cooler DJI than others, Phantom, their impact on the past decade, decade and the decade to come um, is by no means like identical. Their times picks for the most important gadgets decade, of the decade. So a lot of shit dropped this decade. Before the iPad's introduction technology. in 2010, um, the idea of a tablet and I feel like all of that plays into slick science fiction movies and bulky computing you know, devices running terrible software. Apple's iPad, like the iPhone before it, you know, kickstarted a sea change in personal reality and set the tone the for the next decade of portable devices. It's an impressive multi-touch display, complete abandonment of physical keys, and fully loaded apps for created a perfect storm of entertainment that everyone could get on board with. For the people, and while competitors have had that ample time to catch up with their own take on tablet computing, Apple's continuously maintained its lead thanks to tools like the Apple Pencil improving and our quality like iPadOS. Okay. So it's making it easier to do something. The electric the sedan has slowly reshaped the trajectory of the automotive industry, um, forcing competitors to embrace if a battery-powered future instead of gas-guzzling present. I feel like and confronting the belief that electric cars we'll could be cool. Features like downloadable software updates, a huge touchscreen display, and advanced autopilot capabilities, it feel like a vehicle from 2022 um, instead of 2012. That's something you agree with, though? Originally made for promoting coding in schools. Okay, so Dom is asleep now. So, I think we're about to end the stream, guys. We've already touched on everything we needed to touch on, pretty much. <laughs> and now he's trying to act like he up. So, is there anything that you have to say before we get off of this? Uh, live stream tonight. We already been streaming for like two hours. We a little under two hours, I think. So, any final comments you want to say to the people? Happy shout New Year! Out, um, shout out to Soldier Boy. Shout out to Soldier Boy. Why? Why you want to shout out Soldier Boy? Because he was important, man. Yeah, Soldier Boy is very important. Even before twenty ten. Lot of shout out Lil B, lot of classic Shout out Lil B, man. Base God will always have a place in my heart. Thank you, Base God. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little fucked up, man. I see. And the and the private jet about to come anyway, so. Word. I'm probably need to go, man. Well, make sure you don't miss your show, man. Um, shit. Anything you need from me before you go? Nah, man, just stay black, man. I just know I'll fuck with you. We gonna do this real soon, man. I'm about to go ahead and uh, gather my stuff for real. Make sure I'm gonna just make sure my bag packed real fast. Cause like I said, the, the, the chopper be here any second, bro. So. Okay. Well, large, large seven and Damas G coming again soon. Um, we probably won't be back until next week. We trying to make this a weekly thing with the streaming. We just did a special episode tonight for New Year's. We wanted to recap 2019 and the 2010 to 2020 decade. I feel like we covered a lot of good stuff tonight. So if you tuned in at any point or you tuned in the whole time, thank you. We appreciate you so much. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at Large7, Instagram at Large7, 
Facebook. My Facebook page is also Large7. Um, Large7.com for the music and largeclothing.co for the clothing line, Large Clothing Company. Um, and once again, we'll be back next week with an entirely new topic. And um, if you have any suggestions or any any tips um, to improve in the meantime, we'd love to hear your um, your feedback. So follow, subscribe, leave a comment, like this video if you appreciate everything we talked about tonight and you learned something new. And until um, next time, Happy New Year, everybody.